0: Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com.
1: Practical Spirituality. Positive Messages. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org. The Voice of an Awakening World.
0: Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your
1: dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. I'm super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. I want you to just to pause if you can right there and just receive that. That's you. That's you. Whole, complete, nothing missing, totality. Did you know that that's what you are? Right now, I don't care what's going on. I don't care who's saying something to the contrary. It doesn't even matter if you feel like it's not true. It just is. That's you. And so we're here today to affirm that, to remind you of that, as we do on this program all the time. Um, We talk about the philosophy of everyday life peace as a system for us to achieve our next level of greatness in our health, in our wealth, in our relationships. We also bring the guests and the topics that highlight opportunities for us to grow, to learn, and yes, for us to be entertained and have fun because that's part of this journey. If you're here and you're going along for the ride with the rest of us, we should have a good time as we're learning and growing and developing. So last week we had an amazing guest on the show. And um, uh, Claire Gallagher, and if you missed that show, if you missed last week's show, my goodness, I wanna tell you, I have to encourage you. I'm just saying that you should go back and listen to the show. She's a, she's a nutritionist, a certified strength and conditioning specialist, and an astrologer. What a mix. You'll hear her little her story, of how she got started in that. We spent the whole hour talking about the healing powers of each planet. We just came through a full moon. Uh, the moon was in Leo. She taught us so much and what that means to the body and how to use the flow of the lunar uh, system to stay in flow and to know, learn more about ourselves, and even for healing. So if you missed that, I encourage you, I really do encourage you to go back and listen to the show. And you can listen to that show and all of our shows by uh, subscribing to Dr. Dravon James Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or you can listen on the unityonlineradio.org website. You can also access very, very, very valuable information that I can assure you will help you reach your goals faster by visiting my website. That's drdravonjames.com. You're going to find great inspirational information there. You're going to find free Uh, courses there, many courses to help you uh, jumpstart, tips on how to improve certain areas of your life. So please visit that website. um, And you're going to learn about programs that we have going because did you know that right now we're enrolling for our 12-week coaching program, uh, Quantum Leap in your your life as it relates to your health, wealth, and relationships in our Leaders in High Heels, 12-week coaching program so go on the website find out about these things reach out many of you do and I'm so glad that you do I love reading your emails I love reading your questions so please keep those coming they are encouraging and they are informative so you know that our theme for 2022 is it's time to improve my life I love saying that it's time there's no time like the present there's no time like the present. You deserve this. You've worked hard for it, whatever it is, right? You deserve to improve your life to the level of which you want to. Only you get to say what your next what, what your next level is. So that's up to you. And that brings me to our everyday peace moment is that did you know right now, in this moment that you're listening to this broadcast and we're spending this time together, that you are making history. We don't think about it that way, do we? We don't go through our day thinking that, my goodness, the decision that I'm making right now to do or not to do, whatever it is, I am making history. I am leaving a legacy. I am starting something new. I am, you know, ending generational curses, whatever it is that you're doing right now, you're making history. You are important. Your happiness is important. Your success is important. Your yes and your no, very important. So I'm super excited that you've chosen to spend some time with me today as we bring on a fascinating guest who is doing just that making history. She's starting off her life and she's making choices and making history and I'm super excited to bring her on to our show. Her name is Jasmine Cartwright Atkins. She is the head of marketing for sloppy vinyl um, sloppy vinyl and she's here to give us tips on how to incorporate life lessons into our purpose while maintaining peace and unity within ourselves. There is no higher calling than that. I'm super excited. Jasmine, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, that, this this is an, a great example of alignment. <laughs> um, it, I, I, I've i always been trying to find peace my whole life. I, I know now I was searching for peace. Um, and for you to exist, for this station to exist, like people listening to exist, it's so special. I felt like it was so hard to find people like us before. Um, this is so heartwarming and I'm, it's it's beyond words to even be able to talk to you guys and listen and
1: connect i really appreciate it oh you're so Welcome. You are a breath of fresh air. And I want our listening audience to know that uh, we'll, well, we'll start by giving some surprises. Tell us, give give us your background. Like, where are you in life? What are you doing? And then we're going to hop right into our topic. And I want the guests to really listen because I know that, I mean, I want the audience to really listen to our guests today because I know that many times there are so many do's and don'ts in our society, right? We, we're too old to start. We're too young to start. We're, you know, we're, we're too whatever to start, right? But we are in the middle, towards the end of February, which is Black History Month in our in our country, right? And I want to say this: it's always too soon to quit, and it's never too late to start. So, Jasmine, I'm super excited. So, give us your history. We you know where you are now, what you're doing.
2: Okay. So right now, I actually, so yes, the head of marketing. Um, And then also I I invent people's kind of brands um, if they come in with us a little and share. So basically, Floppy Vinyl is a creator developing program. Um, So if you are in film, if you are in acting, if you're in modeling, if you're in music, music is, you know, our top focus because we have a lot more musicians around here um if you're interested in designing everything we kind of all com- come together and network and it, it's really special it's like a whole community um so we work together we build each other up um kind of if you know if you are an artist and you need a filmographer if you need a you know an engineer or whatever we have everything right there you know and we all kind of just work with each other because um, that's kind of how we find that it, it works better <laughs> and more stable It's a stable foundation that way
1: well um, so you guys really work to i guess it's a collaborative for artists Exactly.
2: Exactly. Um, so you know, when people come in, I kind of just guide them a little bit. If they want to be a full-on, you know, performing art uh, performing artist, I would you know get them on shows, photo shoots, video shoots, and everything. I, I'm I'm really passionate about other people um, and other people's like destiny because I feel we all we all have one. Everyone knows that we all have a destiny, and I. I think that some people are here to help other people, you know, with their destiny. And I I literally find I find love like in myself when I do that, and then I find love in other people, which for me was a harder thing. As I am growing up was really difficult for me. Honestly, i I was sorry if I'm talking too much. No, not at all. Um, Yeah, so growing up was really difficult for me. It was it was more of an internal. Um, fight that I I had um, I was never really comfortable in my environment so a lot of that I would kind of put on me and myself Um, so like ever since I was younger I was searching I was trying to find something and unfortunately that did land me in you know um, some cases where I was more suicidal and really finding darker um, things to like you know uh, really relieve myself in and that was really a dark time for me because in that time I was really not aligned with myself um and that was painful for me. Um, I didn't know where the pain, that, that that was the pain, you know. I was just kind of really focused on, oh, my gosh, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm this, I'm that. But it really, um, it was like the noise around me. And I had to really learn how to maintain um, and control my own voice, my own energy within, you know, the environment, the noise, what everyone wants you to do, um, you know, everyone's expectations of you. Um, yeah, that was, uh, so, you know, that was a, that was a process kind of building that inner peace within, um, and placing myself personally, like, you know, discovering what gave me that peace, you know, Um, whether that's meditation, whether that's talking to myself, whether that's going for walks, you know, Um, just kind of really centering myself um, ever since I was (laughs) younger, and I found a lot of that was around music.
1: Yeah, I love the fact that you were able to source that out for yourself, because so often we... Um, and I, I think everybody can relate to having emotions that they quite don't understand. And, and you know, don't understand, like, why am I so, you mm. know, why am I feeling so disconnected from my environment or things are just so heavy on me, right, that I can't shake this. Right. And it's encouraging that you are able to go through that process and realize that it was a need to serve, a need to be connected in some way. And mm. I can, it, it, so much of, um, so much of what my mom said, I guess I say it the way it's coming at my head was true about life is that when we move you know and i think i've I've heard many um, people who specialize in social work and psychology say the same thing is that when we move beyond ourselves to find out how we can be of service to somebody else it lessens our own internal pain and that's not to say that we shouldn't focus on ourselves because we certainly have to but it is in the giving to others that we, it's sort of like a, a, a balm a soothing that helps to soothe and calm the rage or the sadness mm. or whatever that's within ourselves. So I, I'm encouraged that you were able to find that and you were able to find this community with Sloppy Vinyl, where it's a collaborative of artists that you you guys kind of put together and find, help them to get to their, to their next level of greatness, if you will, <laughs> you know, exactly. by the photo shoots and everything. So we're talking today about you know, your concept and, and the tips that you have to incorporate life lessons into your purpose while maintaining peace and unity. And of course, you know, the name of the show is Everyday Peace. It's you and I just really vibe on that whole thing. But how do you define success while pursuing art? And I gotta just say as an artist, <laughs> that, that is um, myself. Uh, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> right. Like success in your art. Whew. So I'm, I'm interested yeah. to hear how you define that as an artist. How do you define right. success? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think that is really
2: honestly personal to everyone. But I, w- I would genuinely say, um, you know, you have to shut everyone up in your mind. It's kinda, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the noise. Um, everyone has, you know, an idea of what success looks like in their mind. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of times um, you see people that kind of put that on someone else. Uh, you know, whether that's I'm not blaming any parents or anyone. You know what I mean. We all have our stuff, but you know, whether it's a parent that puts something on you, a teacher, or, um, you know, just stuff about your life that you feel like you don't really need. So, like, if if you're pursuing music and someone's like, oh, you know, you're not gonna get, how are you gonna get money from that? You know what I mean? And I think a lot mm-hmm. of that phrase, how do you define success while pursuing art? I think people people's minds and would go right to money. Okay how successful am I like money-wise where where am I living like you know what I mean and I think kind of naturally when you are really invested in yourself invested in your work and invested in your art that just comes so personally I would say that the success that I find in my art is how much I create but then how much uh the quality of it as well um because I did have a lot of trouble with procrastinating but I think it was my own personal fear with seeing my success um so yeah, so I think it was just the quality and the quantity is how I
1: define my success in while doing art. Oh I love I love that when you talk about the procrastination. I think that a lot of artists say they have that problem with procrastination. And in one of it I do think sometimes is that you're it's you're so passionate, not saying you but artists in general, so passionate yeah. about what they do is to do it flawed is mm. um it's painful, you know, to do it flawed, and sometimes they hold back. But then I think too, there are so many mentioned uh, also about being able to financially sustain oneself, right? And a lot of times, because it is so very expensive, you know, I am the mom of two college students. So so it is so very expensive to maintain and, and keep things going, that a lot of times artists feel like they have to give up on their art, in order, to, you know, they have to make a choice, you know, and art or um, eating, you know, <laughs> so for lack of a better <laughs> way, like, Okay, at what point you, people feel like they give up because at what point am I going to grow up? They kind of say, you know, at what point am I going to grow up and be able to pay my bills? And I remember uh, reading an article about a an actress who was, can't remember his name, but he did win, win a Tony. And um, he was telling a story about how he was living at home and, you know, acting, and it went, he was going to give up. He's like, at what point am I going to just, you know, get a real job, move out of my parents' house, and, you know, I'm an adult, and and try to um, give up on this art. And not giving up is what landed him, you know, he went on to be hugely successful. And it's an encouraging story, but I know a lot of artists deal with that when they talk about, measuring their success and they're like well i'm measuring my mm. success but i you know i feel successful my quality is great but i can't pay my light bill you know right and it, it stifles a lot of wonderful ta- talent out there but i, I agree with you you've got to be able to define that success for yourself you've got to make that that point within yourself and it can't always just be the money or or in my opinion external validation mm, right? mm-hmm. It's got to really be you looking at your art and 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 it whatever you're doing and it lights you up. Exactly. I think that's the difference between a passion and just uh, another career not that there's anything wrong with that but there is the passion is at the, at the uh on a deeper level for sure for sure that is so now we talked about sloppy vinyl I, I i keep saying that i love that title sloppy sloppy vinyl and i know you work with the artists there are you responsible yeah. for bringing in artists as well in for of bringing the men as well yeah do you do you bring in talent or you just yeah. someone else brings them in
2: Exactly, yes. So we actually, I I do that, but now I have actually someone under me that um, can take control a little little bit over that. Um, But, yeah, so basically um, what we do is we just go on, you know, Instagram or SoundCloud or TikTok, you know what I mean, and just kind of literally shift through um, everyone (laughs) and – and whoever, you know, we kind of feel like we connect to, it. it's like three of us that kind of do this. So it's, it's individually, whoever we feel connected to, we, you know, reach out to them. And then if they feel, you know, similarly connected, then they come in and we set up a meeting and kind of, you know, get to know them and um, see
1: where we can work together. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, is this um, but I, local? So Go ahead. Is it lo- it's just local artists or do you just, you know, you you're going through social media. So you're meeting artists from everywhere. Yes.
2: Um, so we're actually working on an international program right now. But right now, um, there are a lot of people from the North Jersey area, you know, Clifton, Patterson, Newark. And then we have a few artists from the South Jersey area and then um, a couple more from New York. So, you know, it's like the North Jersey, Jersey, um, New York area.
1: But we're trying and to expand, of course. Yeah, right. of course, of course. And that is the uh, the head, the headquarters for Sloppy Vinyl in in, in the New yeah. Jersey area. Okay. Yeah. How long how long has Sloppy Vinyl been in existence? Oh, so Sloppy Vinyl's been a name for oh I would say like two years
2: it's been that name. It's very fresh, it's very new. Um but uh the actual company was below another name, Water Music. Um and then it was separate they separated from Water Music and then they created um Sloppy Vinyl with another partner. That's Mike Cameron and John Mez. Tom is an artist and then mike cameron is um an investor and then also he seeks out talent as well
1: oh wonderful wonderful so i want to just encourage our our listeners too if you yourself are um an artist and as you heard happy vinyl works with artists across the board right so if you yourself mm-hmm. are an artist or you know someone who's an artist um we're talking to jasmine cartwright atkins today and she is um um Works with Slappy uh, sloppy Vinyl. Give us your exact title again at Sloppy Vinyl.
2: So head of marketing and then the social media um, manager.
1: Right. So head of marketing and social media manager. And so this is a great opportunity if you want to call in, ask some questions, or if you want to just make sure you connect with them, make sure they see your stuff. So we have, we're talking about, and, and when, when you and I talked um, off the air, I mentioned to you that. I feel that right now in in your life, and I'm decades older than you are, because we didn't say at the beginning, because I almost gave it away, is that you are currently in college as you're doing this. You are in your senior year at Seton Hall University, in your senior year, and uh, maintaining this very heavy-duty position. And... You know, doing all this fabulous work, but you've taken on a lot of stuff and you're very civic minded. We'll talk about some of the other things that you're that you're doing and um, your your major is broadcast. Your minor is public relations. You are working as head of marketing and and taking on social media right now as an African-American woman. You are black history in the making.
0: Mm, So one.
1: Yeah, yeah, you really are. So and we don't realize, and I, that was my everyday peace moment, that right now, what we're doing in this moment, we are creating history. We don't think about it that way. We're just living our lives, trying to make it through, right? You hear people say, I'm just doing the best that I can, and that's fine. Keep doing that. It's working, right? But yeah. this is what you're doing. And, I, and I'm, so, I'm so honored to be able to have you on the show to talk about this and, and to highlight this because this is how history gets made. Mm. And on some level, we know that, but we never think of us right now in this present moment of creating history. And when you and I talked and you were telling me all that you do, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. And I remember saying it to you. I said, my gosh, <laughs> mm. wow. so one day someone's going to read, look back and say, oh, gosh, have you read about Jasmine Cartwright Atkins? Way, you know,
2: I think you, okay, Go ahead. I think you mentioned that to me like we were on our phone call before and um like honestly that's been stuck in my head <laughs> ever since you said it. I-, I love the way you the way you worded it. Like we don't notice every day that we're doing something but we are. You know what I mean? This is a whole this is a history.
1: This is history, this is is it it's history. Yeah, this is history in the making, right? This is we are doing that, and I'm so glad that it's positive. I'm so glad that it's uplifting. I'm so I'm so encouraged, and I hope that our listeners are encouraged too, um, to hear you talk about your humanness and your and the vulnerability, and that you know there was a point in your life when you didn't feel you know uh, great about where you were, what you were feeling. But you were able to still reach out, to, to use that. And that's sort of the platform with Everyday Peace is that we use everything that shows up in our life. It's not sort of the platform. It really is the platform. Mm-hmm. We use everything that shows up in our life, the good, the bad, everything in between, the stuff we wanted, the stuff we didn't want. If it showed up in our life, we use it. We transform it. We leverage it. To help us get to our next level of greatness, and you are an example of just that. You know, you talk about your struggles with depression, and here you are. You found your outlet by helping other people to reach their artistic goals, and and still while handling a heavy course load and going through your senior year. So I'm super, I'm super excited and super proud of the work that you're doing. So, what are three things you feel the most accomplished about in your life at this point in it? Oh. Um, I would say, um, okay. <laughs> Number
2: one, I, um, I had, okay. I had this during June 2020. Um, I had a friend named Jess. Um, we had gone to high school together and I think this is during, this is during the time of, you know, COVID was just starting and, um, everyone's minds were directed to more online, you know, because everyone was inside and everything. So everyone was kind of the, Police brutality. Uh, police brutality was being way more um, streamed and consumed because everyone was inside and had time to think about everyone, you know, and that. Um, you know, that expansion and that like the spread over social media. I remember one day we were watching it and just we were sitting in bed like, what What are we doing? <laughs> like we're just sitting here watching people get killed. And like literally we are humans, people that not are not that are not in the government, that are not, you know, in police uniforms or whatever, are literally suiting up and walking outside to fight for the, like themselves. And we were just sitting inside. I was like, what are we doing right now? It was making me really frustrated. Um, so, you know, we did something about it. Um, we, we sat together and we were like, okay, uh, what's the number one thing we can do? We, we lived in a in an all-white town, man. Like, this is a rich white town. It's, um, I think, like, you know, in, in my classes I would see three other black people, maybe. And if not, I was the only one, you know what I mean? Um, um, and so we were like, how how can we have protests here? There's going to be five people. And that's, that's the, we're like, okay, there's going to be five people there, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the, you know, the top thing that we really talk about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, um, even if we are walking around and people are, like, giving us stares because this is, like, a, you know, a town where they have flags everywhere that are, you know, not the American flag. And um, we just, we, we did it. We just said, okay, we're going to do it. So we, we posted on our Instagrams. We're like, okay, um, so everyone just meet out um, at this rec center. This rec center was kind of a place that was a safe space for a lot of um, black students that went to our school, um, you know. I don't know how it became that, but it what it did. I feel like everyone has that kind of, um, if you have a close community, there's always a spot where you could go to feel comfortable, and it's not, created. It, you know what I mean? Um, but, so yeah, so the rec center was a spot that everyone went to, so we were like, okay, everyone just meet at the rec center, and we're going to march down the street and back, um, and we're going to protest, you know, we're going gonna to get involved. Um, a thousand people showed up. <laughs> a thousand what? people showed up. And I, yeah. <laughs> <gasps> so people from the
1: town showed up
2: yeah 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 people from the town showed up um it was on the news man um it was a it was like and it was supposed to rain that day it was bright i was like you know what like like i just said i just got i just started praying man like beyond that like there's just nothing the feeling the feeling that i felt there that everyone felt there man it it was just i don't i don't even have words to describe it It, it's more unity that's that's the word unity Oh, I love it. That was so powerful. It was so powerful. Like, true unity. Everyone went feeling everyone chant together, everyone yell together, everyone, hold, like, mm-hmm. just just smile. Like, I, I don't even, I, I really don't know how to describe it, because I I'm, I think we were so, af- I guess, so beforehand, let me explain why I was so afraid or a little nervous. Beforehand, it had caught wind with people in the town and on Facebook and um, on social media. They were coming at us. Like, people, I, I should have started off with this. People were telling us that they were going to kill us, that they were watching our families, that they were going to set up bricks and stuff, like, during the protest like stuff like that and um, even like have people you know kind of set up in the protest so there was just a lot of pieces that we were so unsure of all we were sure of was that we had to kind of do it like you know what I
1: mean oh, you know what Jasmine it. we're going to come right back I hear I hear our music singing, we're going to a break we're going to come right back to this riveting story right after the break that sounds good I'm Awaken to the Divine Within. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org.
0: Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace, and our fabulous guest today is Jasmine Cartwright-Atkins, who is making history. She is uh, working as a uh, marketing executive at Sloppy Vinyl and a media uh, specialist at Sloppy Vinyl. She happens to be a senior at Seton Hall University, and she is doing some amazing things. She's talking with us today about just maintaining your peace and unity while you also pursue your passion one of her passions is being civic-minded and bringing people together and just before the break we were talking about the three things that she her biggest accomplishments and you were talking to us about how you turned a protest of what you thought were going to be five people into a protest of <laughs> a thousand people and we're talking about a peaceful pro- protest to bring awareness to love so um if you want to pick up there i'm super excited <laughs> to hear how this story goes Yes, hey of course um so
2: yeah so Yeah, a 1,000 people showed up. It was beautiful. You know, we we had someone randomly had a mic um, in their car or had brought it during the protest. So after, we had kind of all joined at the rec center that we started at, and we allowed uh, people that wanted to to come up and speak. So some people were coming up to do poems. Some people were coming up to just speak their minds. Um, And honestly, that would go to like the second thing I, I think I'm really most proud of is Um, Off of that, there were a couple things that were created in my town. Um, There's a program called MARE, M A R E I, called Moorstown Alumni for Racial Equality, or Equity and Inclusion. Um, After the protest, they had um, come up to me and talked about okay, so we see, um, it was a couple of like minded people, you know what I mean, individuals. They had the same idea. They had come together during the protest and they came up to me and they were like, so we have this idea <laughs> we noticed that a lot of the people that were speaking were people that had felt you know ostracized or ostracized in um more Sun community or had felt racially excluded from situations and they were like okay well why not go into the schools why not make it stable so um that program was built so that they, um, and a lot of it was with um it was two people that were out of college and then um everyone else they tried to connect with with that were in high school right now so that they, continue, they can continue the process of Murray. Um, so basically it's just like, um, it's a learning educational um, experience about like racial um, experiences to be honest. It's a, um, so people kind of get, I'm not going to say trained, but it's just taught. Um, you know, everyone can have the conversations. It's just a, a space that everyone can kind of communicate and um, kind of stay on the same page and have a voice. Um, so I don't know. I'm really proud of that. That's stable that stayed there for I think two years now the second year it's been there um since the protest and then um another thing was that um Juneteenth um my friend Ashlyn and I um after that protest felt like we wanted to keep going <laughs> so we made a festival in our in our hometown of Moorestown called June, you know just Juneteenth uh, celebration um and so we just kind of told everyone to come out uh people can perform sing have musicians and vendors and you know, just all kind of connect. We had, um, it was only black owned vendors at the first one that we had, um, because it was like COVID. Um, you know,
1: it was, we had COVID, uh, what is it called? Uh, <laughs> we had a
2: COVID, uh, not, <laughs> what is it called? Uh, boundaries. Um, we oh, distance, it, the, um,
1: emotional. social distancing, social distancing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs>
2: boundaries. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's social distancing. So everyone had to wear masks and it, you know, it wasn't as close, but you know, uh, I think we had 100 people that were allowed to be there and 100 people came, you know, and then um, uh, we had we did it the next year. So next year, we kind of included everyone we included the mayor's congressmen, councilmen, and um, we had the second year, second festival. And then and that one, it was proclaimed um, in the town. So the mayor came and proclaimed us. Um, or we came to the town to have June Festival, and, you know, I make it annual every year, even if we weren't involved, but, you know, I'm we're going to be involved every year. <laughs> so this year is our third one. It's our, um, so I'm really excited. Um, we have a lot of vendors coming out, a lot more musicians coming out. Um, so, yeah, if anyone actually is in the Morristown area, M-O-O-R-E-S-T-O-W-N, in June, June 19th, we have a Juneteenth Festival. And if you're a vendor or if you're a musician or if you just want to come and have good times,
1: you can always, you know, reach out or show up. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. And, and I know you have one more to tell us, but I just want to interject here that this is all while you are in your senior year. I mean, you're currently in your senior year, graduating from college, um, head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl, uh, a, a major in broadcast, a minor in public relations, civic minded, uh this is a you. You are giving a lot. You are giving a lot, and so you're taking your life lessons and you're putting it into your purpose. So we're gonna um, hear about your your next one, and then I I just I don't want the audience to lose um, track of who you are and what you're doing while you're creating this positive change in your area. So uh, we're on to your next aco- accomplishment that you're so proud of. I know there are many. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. I, I would
2: say I don't know like just that whole process honestly of getting out of that dark mindset and trying to and you know and that negative kind of energy of everyone hates me or this environment is just it, it's me it's me I'm the problem you know I'm not doing everything that everyone wants me to so I it's me I have to take myself out of the equation coming out of that um is a third thing that I'm very very much proud of um honestly um because I say that really helps me develop myself and kind of come into jasmine
1: you know um i think that was positioned so beautifully help you to come into jasmine come into yourself to wake up to you right in all that you are oh i love it i absolutely love it i you're you're doing an amazing job with your life and so how do you because it hasn't been too long. I mean, it's been a long time since I was in college, but I do remember the rigors of study. And um, I, as I mentioned, I have two children in, in college right now. I got two nieces who are, I'm very close mm-hmm. to are in college right now. And uh, so I'm not that far removed from the heavy workload. My daughter's a senior in college now. And uh, how do you manage all of this? Like, how? where do you go to rejuvenate yourself so that you can give? Because I know that you cannot give, a, you know, health in a healthy way from an empty wagon. You have to fill up. So how do you do that? How do you rejuvenate yourself so you can give at this level? Right. So I actually, that's a great question, because I've experienced
2: a lot of, like, um, energy-draining situations, you know, like when you're putting in, too much even if you like it but if you're putting in too much of something where you know it kind of depletes you in a way you know you have to like put in more to your like I like the way um, you asked that question Uh, I would say honestly just being like alone and that might not be it for a lot of people but um, for me because I'm a people person and I can get lost in those situations being alone where I can like center myself you know so I love the library but if I'm doing a homework that's I kind of feel like I I, I I can't really focus or if it's too much or whatever, I can't be in a library because, um, you know, I probably start talking to people or start, you know, my mind would start wandering or I would see other things, you know what I mean? So me personally, I just have to be alone. I, I work better when I am the zero. There's nothing but my mind. Um, but you know, like in the mornings, definitely I, I make time to go for walks and runs, but that's not that easy for a lot of people. It wasn't easy for me in the beginning either. Um, but that kind of became my safe space because I was able to you – know, I, I don't know. It was something about exerting stuff from me, exerting my energy, like, physically, while being able to be in my brain mentally. Something about that um, that balance there helps me um, really clear things out. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. You know, that is as – as you were saying that, it was even soothing for me to think about – <laughs> Having that space and creating that space where mm. it's just you, right? Mm. And you get to become the watcher of your own thoughts. Right, right. Without, you, know, you get to become the watcher of your own thoughts. And and I love how you said you have that time in nature. Where you can either go for a walk or something and it's just you. And you have mm-hmm. that time and, and that space. That increases and in, um our ability to have self-awareness to, right. to have, and to self-soothe. So for our listeners out there who, you know, feel a lot of times overwhelmed because you really do have a lot on your plate. Like anybody, you know, Jasmine, you have a lot on your plate. You're doing a great job managing it. Um, but for everybody who's, who, you know, wherever you are in your life, beginning, middle, end, wherever you are in your life, creating, it's never too late. To become more yeah. self-aware you will always get benefit from that getting to know yourself more and more and more and and i have to say this allowing yourself space to change don't uh, judge that right allowing your allowing yourself space to change And just watching that change. I think that's beautiful that you are aware that you recharge by some time in yourself alone by yourself. And that helps you to regenerate. And um, I think you kind of talked about, you know, those are your peaceful activities, having some time alone, maybe getting out in nature. Um, What do you find inspires you? Like you wake up in the morning and I don't know, do you feel inspired when you wake up in the morning or, you know, what's going on there in that space?
2: Yeah, um honestly like you know, some days I, I get up I'm like, Okay, I just want to lay here you know what I mean? But I think a lot of people, you know, that's a, that's a normal feeling. It's called rest, you know.
0: Um
2: but I don't know, I think what inspires me really is the fact that I, I chose me like I chose my path. Like I, I chose what I wanted to do, like I, I'm choosing myself. I think that's what inspires me. because, um, I don't know, like everything makes sense. To me, when I like, I mean, I, I, it sounds so simple. Like everything makes sense when you choose <laughs> you it yourself. But it, it's kind of, you know, once you can put that in everyday life, like, you know, not really. I'm not saying don't be, don't let yourself get uncomfortable sometimes, because you know, of course, you learn a lot from that. But you know, allowing yourself to know where your distances, know where separations are, know where your um, boundaries lie. Um I don't know. Yeah, I think I think what inspires me is that I, I chose myself. I chose this. I chose. To be in me, I chose to love. I, I chose this, and I—I I don't know that—that that inspires me because I—I—I I think I had a, people choosing for me a lot of my life, and so this kind of feels like a new energy. But like, like it's um, it's comfortable because like I've always I've always wanted it, you know? I've always like, yearned for it.
1: That right, mm-hmm. and that I hear so much from people of all ages too. Being able to be in your space and make your decisions and own that and own that. This is my choice. So being in that space is so very important. It's knowing that this is the choice that I've made today. I've made this choice and I'm willing to see it to whatever, you know, you can call the beginning, the beginning, the middle, the middle, and you get to call the end, the end. And that's beautiful about that journey and earning that. And for those people who actually, you know, and Jasmine, I can say this because I'm 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 older, right? You're in the beginning of your journey. And so in the beginning of your journey, it's easy to say my parents, right? But I will tell you that you'll probably meet people who are my age and older who are still saying, Well, my parents, right? And uh-huh. at some point it really is you making the choice. Uh-huh. Right. Even when you don't want to, we don't want to say that because maybe we're not doing what we want to do, but you are making the choice to do what you don't want to do. So then Mm -hmm. go. And I'm hearing that, so I want to say it out loud that I'm going back to your to your answer before. Spend time with yourself. So that way, you'll know whether or not you're making choices that make you feel fulfilled that puts you in your happy place so you're not just moving robotically and I think that's so very important when I ask you know how do you how do you rejuvenate what do you do to refill your cup and you mentioned when you spend some time alone you spend some time you know maybe going out for a walk you you know by yourself in the morning you're spending that time and during that time you're rejuvenating yourself and you're There's something happening on a subconscious level, cellular level, even where you're rejuvenating and you're becoming more aware of what are the things that you need to do that Mm -hmm. help you to be more you? Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I got to tell you, I'm encouraged that that you have um, this much insight into who you are, because it takes a lifetime for a lot of people to get this. So what do you look for in inspiration? Like what inspires you? Um, people-wise or like situational? Well, we'll go with people first, and we'll talk about situation. I say people first because you're in the people business with Sloppy Vinyl. So, but mm. what what in, what inspires you when you're you know in, in people?
2: Um. Oh my goodness. Every it's this is such a blessing, honestly, to to be here. Um. Because what inspires me, little everyone else's passion. <laughs> like you, you know, like even the days that I'm not feeling it. I come in and see, you know, my um, assistant just at our desk, like, working like, hey, Dad, so we have this, and I think we can make this better for that, you know, that, and that makes me excited. I'm like, okay, okay, hold on, okay, we can do that, that. Um, and then, you know, the videographer, he's back there, he's always blasting music, you know, I and mean, I'm like, okay, wait, hold on, he, he's in the vibe, I can get in the vibe, you know what I mean? But it's not like, you know, like, I have to get it in it, because I'm here, it's like, they're working for themselves, and I—it's I, so—I don't know—it's so beautiful to me for some reason. I don't know. I, I I love seeing them, um, you know, tell me what they, you know, what where they want to go, um, why they got there, um, wh- who they want to inspire. Like that gives me passion. So I'm like, okay,
1: let, let's do it then.
2: <laughs> right. So I love it. <laughs> you're able to
1: connect to someone's energy. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So let's talk about situations. Like what situations do you find are most inspiring? Like that put you, you know, there's a phrase that I use a lot of times. And and, um, as an artist, I'll tell people I'm in the zone. (laughs) Right. 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 And so, you know, and um, over the years, you know, my family and friends just smile because when I get in the zone, like everything becomes, um, electrified or magnified in my path and then anything can be used because I'm just in this artistic place. Um, but what you know, what I guess puts you in the zone? What inspires you situationally like, you know, you're here and just this this is just your jam. It puts you and in, inspires you to go to your next level. Oh
2: um Oh my goodness. We can say anything from uh, from Lauren Hill. <laughs> we can say anything from Lauren Hill. Like if I'm I, wait, honestly, hold I I turn on Lauren Hill. Like, if, if I if I'm like, okay, I want to get in the creative zone, I, I hear I hear my my Katie's voice. Um, either Lauren, um, I listen to some God in Me. I'm gonna give actually songs, guys. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, God in Me is one that 100. If I need if I need something, I I I, I listen to God in Me. Um,
1: uh, did you know that song? Yeah, it's the God in Me. Is that it? yeah <laughs> what else? is that the, am i am I thinking of, of the right one no no you
2: are you're right
1: oh, okay I, I, I was trying to think of the artist's name but it didn't come to me but that's actually what i was just looking for it was not it wasn't coming to me either um because um i know it because my daughter was in high school uh, i i bought it for her <laughs> oh you bought it i think that i think that's this, if, it, if it's the same song but um yeah <laughs> and it i know what you fantastic. mean but music is a whole experience right and mm, done mm-hmm. done i mean well even if even i will say this i was gonna say done properly it can have such an impact but any music has an impact right it does change your vibrational energy so i i do think true? I agree with you, and and if you know how to use music properly, you can you probably never have a bad day in your life. Really, you'll have a day where you're conscious that you need to re, recalibrate, and you could do you can use the vibrational energy of music to do that. And probably should have a whole show on that, right? But you can use the and you would notice too that you can use music, um, it it, it some music can change your mood for the not so good <laughs> right? mm-hmm. and you'll realize you know if, if if you're super aware you'll realize that gosh i was that's a great beat but not really a good message for me <laughs> right <laughs> right I, and, and i have i have come to that place of my kids laugh at me now if i'll like a song and I, I like all sorts of music all types of music i love music but i generally will um google the lyrics and i'm like oh yeah okay. and my daughter was like oh did you hear something in the lyrics I said, yeah i no longer listen to that song. yeah <laughs> only because i don't want that energetic um vibration i don't want to be I, I just don't want to spend my time trying to claw my way up from that vibrational energy so i agree with okay. you using music really can help to inspire you yeah mm. so Um, There's so many there's so many things that you're doing right now. Civically, you know, civic minded. I'm still going back. And I I, I think I said this during the break. I didn't say it on the air. But when you were talking about um, your protest in your small town where you were only expecting five people to show up and uh, and it was going to be cloudy that day and. So, the sun came out, and then a thousand people came up and As you were telling that story, and I told you this during the break, as you were telling that story, the first thing that popped into my mind was Jesus and the two fish and the five loaves of bread, and the- disciples saying that no we don't you know we don't have enough to feed the people and um I sort of think of your peaceful love protest, saying, "Hey, we need to bring awareness to this wrong um." That's love. We say there's a wrong and we want to make it right so we can exist in peace, right? And thinking that we're going to go forth, even though we only have five people. Five people can be an impact. But you going forth with that five was blessed mm-hmm. and, and multiplied to a thousand. And there the multitude is um, gets fed by that, gets fed the diet of love, right? The diet of mm-hmm. acceptance, the diet of finding similarities, right? That's right. the I think. Um, the beautiful thing about art it has the ability to unite us Right, for us to find our similarities, and mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, oh wow, I can see, I find myself in this art, you find yourself in this art, and before you know it, you know, all our differences they don't even matter. We're lost in the art. So and you, you, I believe, are doing doing your calling at least for now because it's okay for it to change ten thousand times before you, um, mm-hmm. you know, get to the end of your journey. But you're in a place right now, at least it sounds like to me, you're in a place right now, and you said this where you're making the choices and the choices feel good right i think i hear you i think i hear you saying that you're making mm-hmm. the choices and the choices feel good and so for anybody who's just joining us I, we're, we're talking to jasmine cartwright atkins who is the head of marketing for sloppy vinyl and they search the social media for talent that they can for artists that they can um help what's my son say put them on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, in some <laughs> form or fashion. So if that happens to be you or somebody, you know, in the listening audience, please, um, you know, uh, Jasmine Cartwright, our Atkins is our guest today. You can call in with questions or you can contact um, Sloppy Vinyl. You're listening to her here on our show today. She is I got to say it, but maybe the second or third time she is the she is black history in the making. Right? We are making, she is making history. Just like you, just like me, we're all right here, wherever you are, whatever your ethnicity, it doesn't matter. We're really all the same anyway. Let's just go ahead and say that from the beginning. But we are making history right now. And we're making a love history, and she is making a history, a contribution of what can't you do? Well, the answer to that is you can do anything you want to at any phase in your life. And that's why, Jasmine, I was so fascinated to have you on the show, because uh, I keep going back to the fact that you're a senior at Seton Hall University, you um, major in um, in marketing, uh, minor in broadcast, head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl, civic minded. You're doing so much. And yet you're finding space in all of that to make sure that you are healed, You talked a little bit about in the beginning your journey of having to come to yourself right and to to face yourself and to to be able to move to this place where you felt good about jasmine and you're Mm -hmm. doing all of this and it's never too soon it's never too late and as a community of you know of of the human race i love when we can come together and we can have these type of conversations and say hey Mm -hmm. even where you are right now you have something to give and when you give it my goodness you're going to feel whole complete nothing missing nothing broken totality that is our definition not you know we didn't make it up but it's a definition that we use here on mm-hmm. everyday peace with dr drayvon james and it absolutely works so we have about three uh, about three minutes left i want to ask you just a couple more <laughs> questions because it, you're just a fascinating person to talk about um yeah, I in in the head of head of marketing, sloppy vinyl, how do you come up with in, new creative ideas? It seems to me that after a while <laughs> day in day out <laughs> right it could be challenging. I'm waiting for the muse to visit on any day, but how how it, if you're the head of marketing, I know this is something you have to do on a regular basis very systematically. How do you come up with new creative ideas
2: uh for like for branding the artist yes. Um. Honestly, oh my goodness, the people, the people make it so easy. So I have the, um, this thing called, uh, well, okay, so I have a problem. My problem is that I l- I love, and I, I know a lot of people say this, but, like, when I love, like, I love, and that was, like, an issue when I was younger, you know what I mean? Just meeting people that you just think you like more. Um, but, no, I, I, lo- I, li- I love people. Um, so when people talk to me, it's like I, I look at them from a point of, like, I already love you, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm romanticizing everything you're telling me. Um, so, honestly, it's everyone is so different, like people could have, you know, on the outer, on the surface, like a, a a normal, a normal aesthetic, or you know what I mean, a quote unquote normal aesthetic, or look similarly, or like they have similar ideas to everyone. But I, 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 promise, I mean, I've met with I think close to more than a hundred people this, like, this past like three, two months, and every single person is different. You know what I mean, like. Every single person. <laughs> so I, I think that's my muse, is every person and <laughs> themselves, like just being themselves, because everyone is yeah. so cool to me. I don't know how to say that, but everyone is really cool to me. It's really, it's really easy to make someone, not not even make someone see themselves, it's like introduce an idea of how someone else can see them, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I love how you started off by saying that, you know, you go to this place of love, right? And I think that is the whole point about making history, right? When we make history that is a legacy, that we're proud of, the foundation of that history, whether we make a lot of mistakes, and my goodness, we're going to do things, we're going to look back and say, eh, if I'd known better, I would have done something different, right? But but that's Mm. really okay, because if that decision comes from a place of love, We're all right. We'll be okay. And I hear you saying that, you know, your muse is love. So this is Dr. Drayvon James. We're out of time. Can you believe it? Our guest today, um, Jasmine Cartwright-Atkins from Sloppy Vinyl. Thank you for being here. Absolutely love you, listeners. We'll talk next week. Bye. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio,
0: the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation